Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Also, I mean, the thing that impressed me the most was you can give a fighter a tactic, especially in the pros. I see a lot of people go out there. Wait there, Fraser Clark. Come on. Finish the line now, because you know what we're going to say. When you do the door, make sure you let me in free, because you see how many (laughs) round of applause I'm giving you today. It's bare (laughs) weird you're getting today. It's sorted. It's sorted. That covered. Yeah, sorry. The the concentration, to be able to keep that up for the whole fight, you don't really see that too often. Uh, You know, I see a lot of times when I watch the pro fights, you go back after round five, you go back. You go back to the corner, and you see that um, you know a the dip. trainer is, is having a he's having to, he's having to reinforce that and really shout his uh, his boxer. I, I, it was a calm corner. Obviously, you got reminded, but still being able to go out there round after round, take one round at a time, and carry out them tactics. That's a that's, that's a sign of a real a real masterclass. Me. Believe it, become it. <laughs> Come on, Spencer, the spirit. What's next? Come on down. Yeah, anyway, furthermore, just pass the donuts. Man. You oh, got no, the donuts no, oh, up yeah. on the table. Krispy Kreme. Come on. Man, it's all going off now. Oh, no, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, let's see what's going on here. Go ahead, Spence, take your Krispy uh, I need, I need it, I need it <laughs> take now. Take Krispy Now, now, son. now. Yep, yep. Thank what you, a sir. way to start the show. Big up Krispy Kreme, official sponsor for today. <laughs> Come on. Bro. Anyway. Well, we, we don't got... want donuts, we want cash. <laughs> cash fast now. Give now, now, cash. now. Denialer. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Wait, there must be Krispy Kremes in Nigeria. That's, a, that's an idea. We can start the Krispy Kremes franchise in Nigeria. <laughs> in in conjunction with Obel and the Soya. <laughs> we can put some pepper. <laughs> pepper on the donuts. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Anyway, let, let's... We Turn the donuts into fufu. <laughs> What's the matter with this guy? Bro, we can't even be serious. Anyway, what a show we have lined up today. And you know... We all know what the talking point is. The one, the only, the Anthony Joshua. Only the fourth man in the history 
of heavyweight boxing to regain the title in an immediate rematch. Okay. And we have to realise on this now. Now, the first man to ever go and do that was Floyd Patterson. Floyd Patterson at the time became the youngest ever world heavyweight champion in 1956. Come on, when come he on. Beat the Moore for the title that was vacated the knowledge. by Rocky Marciano, who retired at 49 and 0. Wow. Right? And he got beat by Ingobar Johansson in 1959. In 1960, he came back and knocked him out in five rounds. Come on, come on. The first man to do it. <laughs> come on. The wow. second man to go and do it was the man from Louisville, Kentucky. G. Right? Muhammad Ali. Cassius, a.k.a. Cassius K, a.k.a. the greatest of all times, oh, all time. when he lost to a guy who was 7-0 at the time uh, in Leon Spinks, and then in the rematch in 1978, came back and regained his title. 15-round points decision. At the time, that was... With that New Orleans in the indoor, that was the highest ever attended indoor arena. I think he had something like 78,000, something like that. Back in the day. Remember the days when you see the Guinness Book of Records? The, so knowledge. the picture of Ali. No, it's not called the Guinness, it's called the Spencer Book of Knowledge. <laughs> Come on. The third man to do so was, mm. Maha- was, was Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis got knocked out by that big right hand by Hassim Rackman mm. uh, in South Africa, where everyone was saying, well, Lennox didn't take the fight too seriously because he was filming, what's that movie that he was, he was filming? Ocean's, oh. no, Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Ocean's yeah. Eleven. He See, was in that, I, him and Chris right, even, even Right? And then he came out, muscle, it was going to be a foregone conclusion. And it was a foregone conclusion when that big right hand of Hassim Rackman hit him mm. and knocked his spark out. Then he comes back 2001 in the rematch and hit Hassim Ratman with one of the worst right hands I've ever seen. Remember, Hassim Ratman goes down and he's over the Don King crowd. What was that in four rounds, I believe? Hassim Ratman was who was in the corner with yep. Michael Hunter. With Michael Hunter, right? With his, with his, he's got a lion face, isn't he? <laughs> like a lion, sir. right? So that was it. And then it's happened again now because we've got a man um, in Anthony Joshua who lost his world title earlier, six months earlier, against Andy Ruiz and came back in emphatic style. And it was a boxing masterclass. And when people are complaining and saying, oh, well, he hit and he held and he did da, 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 and all the rest of it. Would you rather have anti Joshua gone out there, hell for leather, knock down Andrews four times and then get knocked out? Get knocked well, out? Let's t- let's no, touch he this. came in there with skills. Let's you know why? Because skills pay, pay the, the bills. bills. There you go. Press, Press the button, cover, cover. <laughs> Skills pay the bills. And let's touch on this a little bit. Uh, you know, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the negativity, the unfair negative... Why should we talk about why, why should we even give the no, negativity? We're not, no, we're addressing it. Right, no, addressing, addressing it. it. Right, addressing address it, it and dealing with it is two different things. We're just addressing bro, it. 100%. Um, my own personal opinion, boxing master class. <laughs> he, done, he done what he had to do. You know, what are they expecting this man to do? You're in the ring immediately. Remember, I don't want to call no names, that, that, but there was a certain fighter and his dad saying, who advised... AJ to take the rematch. Huh. We all know who that was. If you're boxing people, you know who that was. Huh. And let me tell you something. That's what a true warrior does. And he done it. And he done it in the most concentrated, spectacular, in precise. my precise manner. As I've said, the average human being in, two, in the year 2000 had a concentration span of 12 seconds. Today, 
the average concentration span of a human being is eight seconds. Right. Anthony Joshua concentrated for 36 minutes. Listen, all I'm saying Give is the this. man some credit. And First if you don't want to give him credit, I'm giving him credit. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to say this again. The way Anthony Joshua boxed, right? You have to realize what the man actually did. You know why? Because it's not like he's always, yeah, it's not like that has always been Anthony Joshua's style of boxing. Yes. It has not been his style of boxing. So for you to administer something totally different, different. right, to what you've ever done, right? What you've ever done, Come on, and you've gone and done it Touch to a man that has knocked you out, that's knocked you down four times. Different level. Right? There's different level because I don't business what everyone's going to say. Like I said, or many a times, if you're, and females are going to know this one. Females are going to know this one. And the females oh, yeah. that listen, no. It's an no. underage show, but. No, 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 no. Females, <laughs> no. females are going to know this one. When you've ever been in a relationship that has gone sour, mm. the next time you're in a relationship, certain times that partner that you are now with had the reverberations of your past. So therefore, things must have been ticking in his head. There had to be doubts in his head. Oh, am I taking this fight too soon? But doesn't am that I, doesn't well, that make his victory all the more even more bigger? Don't you understand that? From a man coming to the ring and you're playing Felicute, it's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's when the I, powers. When I heard him playing Felicute, powers. I said it's over. Powers. There's no and way the Ruiz is winning is this fight. The same tune that he used, I used that on my Insta story when, like, my daughter. I'll tell you a quick story. My daughter wants to give up athletics, and I was there talking to my daughter. I said, "No, no, no, you can't give that up." You know what I mean, Kiki wants a six hundred pound. What they called them shoes? Uh, there? Balenciaga. Exactly. No, you should have cup right ahead with a Balenciaga. <laughs> oh, Balenciaga. Sorry, sorry. Don't get no lump. <laughs> a Merry but Christmas. Balenciaga. You know how much those shoes cost? Yeah, £600. Tundi, man. Let me tell yeah. you something. Just give me some of that yard You money. ain't getting no £600 from shoe from Tunejai. My son knows. Right. He can ask his mum, don't come to your father and ask him for those £600. You're not getting right. it. I'm just sorry. So, you know I spoil my kids. But anyway... <laughs> So I'm saying she wants to give up her legs. And like, I was saying, no, you can't give up. I went on going like, because you imagine like, if Andy Joshua had given up when when he lost in the World Games, he got a silver medal. Come on. You know what I mean? What what happens like if he'd, if he'd have just given up and he hasn't given up, he's a man that's constantly persevered. Yes. And and I haven't agreed on everything that Andy Joshua's done. Mm, and I've been vocal about certain things. To. Exactly, because I'm a human being. Exactly. But trust me on this. I never want nothing bad to happen to the youth because he's a good youth. Mm-hmm. So my daughter wanted to give up. She was Kiki. You know what I mean? Tony's not my daughter from she's born. Mm-hmm. Right? I think Tony was the first man outside of outside of the outside of intimate her family. Di- yeah, yeah, intimate family that held my child. And like she wanted to give up. And I FaceTime Anthony. Anthony sat down and spoke to my daughter for half an hour that you can't give up. Uh if you're aching, I'll set, I'll get a I'll get a physiotherapist down for you and all the rest of it. I'm really serious. No, see, I'm t- do you have really to do that? To me, you don't have to do that. That's really so therefore, what you did the other day, you implemented a game plan and you stuck, stuck by it. it. That's the, now, that's that, the key. That's difficult to do. That's the because, key. And plus, there's times where it was there, like, um, Ruiz were getting up close. Ruiz would throw shots on him and it would ruffle him a little piece and mm. all the rest of it. And he said, bro, I'm just holding you and spinning you out. Go and look. There is, there's a comparison that I put between Ali, Sonny List and the first fight which they had February 25th, 1964. Right? With knowledge. I'm trying. Right? With knowledge. And in there... No one can break down dates and times and venues um, like Spencer Freeland. I'm, I'm just trying. putting that out there. Right? And <laughs> Ali throws, he throws a right hand, then he goes one, two, 
Right uppercut, left hook, right hand, left hook. Mm. Anthony Joshua, I think it's round six, threw the exact the same, same combination. combo. So therefore, I know that, right, you must be watching fights. And my thing to Anthony Joshua, my big push on Anthony Joshua was just watch fights, continuously watch fights because, you know what I mean? What you're, what you're seeing, sometimes you're not even seeing it, but you're, you're collecting it. Subconscious. Subconscious attraction. And what I saw there was absolutely excellent because we know that ain't your style of fighting. And if that was your style, and the next thing is, well, and people were complaining about Deontay Wilder the other day about him lacking skill, mm. right? They were going, oh, he's lacking skill. Oh, he's got big punch. He's lacking skill. So then we get a heavyweight guy in Anthony Joshua who boxes and people are complaining saying, oh, well, he's- You can't win. You can't win. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. But all I'm saying is Anthony Joshua has revitalized- Again. Boxing. That's what I keep telling people. Period. That's what I keep telling people. And he the cash cow. You keep on knocking the man, but- People's talking about boxing currently because of him, and uh, and you know not, not only in the UK but all over the world. Exactly. So the name is is, is reverberating around the world, and right. and whether there are some that want to look at it as a boring performance, how can it be boring? It's called boxing. Bruv. What Bruv. he done is what you do as a boxer. Bruv. You know. You know what, you know what I was like. You know what it's like. We got to think. We we all have to um, respect. Um, the artistry of a musician. So, frap. Could you imagine um, Jay Z singing Pavarotti? No, sir. Because that's what we got. That's hmm. what happened. We saw Jay Z, who we said, "Yeah, Jay Z, bad boy rapper." I like that. And, and Jay Z come out and said, "I'm going to switch the whole game, and I'm going to sing the 15." Do you remember last week? I said this man won an Olympic gold medal. They don't how, give them out. How exactly? You can't buy them. Not that at Wrigley Road Market. You can't buy them. Not that at East Street Market. Electric Avenue. No. <laughs> that not there. You can't buy you it. You can't. So he obviously has a certain level and ability to concentrate. You know, if he can do it in the Olympic final, he can do it anywhere. He can do it in the 12-round. And, and I, that's what I believed prior to the fight. And, and, he, and he definitely proved that on the night. So again... Maximum credit to the young man. Uh, he's again kept the heavyweight division alive. And let's get that right. Because as much as we want to talk about the other fighters, how many pay-per-view buy, f- buyers? The man broke records. Uh-huh. Just under 2 million so pay-per-view buyers in the UK. Me and Nesta Gibbs from my brother Nesta Gibbs. They were trying to brush AJ and I was backing AJ. I'm Listen, saying, brother, you can talk about... Uh, any other fighter, but the numbers don't lie. Thank you very much. The numbers don't lie. And so there so, must be an appeal over an attraction of this young man. And, and they're talking about, and, and you're talking about the the, 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 the the Wilder fight. Wilder can't do numbers like Fury. Wilder can't do numbers like AJ. So let's get it right. AJ and Fury, to me, is a bigger fight commercially and financially, I'm not talking from a boxing perspective, but I'm talking about from a financial perspective, AJ against Fury is a bigger fight. Listen, I just want to see them all fight each other. Yeah. I but what, what, what I am going to say is this. AJ and Fury combined can't punch like Deontay Wilder. No, no, no. no Deontay no, Wilder, Deontay Wilder, they have put the, the, <laughs> the powder on the... Again, you got something going to end, bro. Okay, then ask me this, ask me this question, Spence. All right, then you tell me I'm going to answer. Listen, who's got the better resume in terms of fighters, than AJ and Wilder. Sorry, um, Baba Tony Ajay. Who's got the better resume <laughs> yes. out of AJ and Wilder? Yes. And Fury. Who's got the and better Fury. resume? And Fury. And who's got a better resume? You tell, tell me. 
No, in terms of fighters. I've just asked you. You're asking Joshua. And he just. And that's what I'm trying to say. So, so yeah, I guess if you put all the fighters that that um uh, Wilder has fought in front of AJ, he would knock them out. He would tell me who tell me who uh, Ruiz has knocked out that AJ couldn't knock out. I mean, um, Wilder has knocked out that AJ couldn't knock out. True, but Man, you, of course okay. it's true. All right, but do you Come think on, oh, I'm giving, uh, uh, I'm giving okay. myself a round of applause? I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, you it's just a, and you, know, you understand what I'm uncle, saying, Uncle? Please drink some water. Please drink some water. <laughs> oh, no, let me drink some water. Drink some no, but do you understand what I'm saying, um, Spence? We can get you know me. You can't trick me. It's like the Lomachenko thing. Everybody boosting, 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 boosting. I'm saying, but you man are underestimating Luke Campbell. Luke Campbell is a Olympian, a gold medalist, just like Lomachenko. And when he got in there, what happened to this great Matrix? <laughs> Matrix nearly got break, nearly crashed. <laughs> the Matrix nearly crashed. There was a glitch. So there, was a there was a glitch. So this, and that's no disrespect to Lomachenko. I can't disrespect no fighters. But what the point I'm saying is that we're all waxing lyrical about how great a puncher Deontay Wilder is. I think it was Fury who said, if you put those guys in front of me, I'll have that kind of knockout ratio. Because who who has... Come on, man. Tell me one fighter uh, Wilder has knocked out that AJ couldn't knock out. Um, very true. Thank you very much. Very true. But, there you go. Oh, but, no, wait. But, 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 wait. But, Thank but, you, Tundi. Let me but, give myself a round of applause. But. <laughs> Come on. Dream it, believe it, become it. Not Come sure on. about Luis Ortiz, though. Why? Why? Luis Ortiz is older than mine and your dad's put together. I know. Luis Ortiz used to go to school with my mum. He <laughs> was, was my mum's school teacher to write it. <laughs> Bro. I see Luis Ortiz in cough and dust come out his mouth, bro. <laughs> bro. You stick beside that man too long, you get asbestos. And, and, asbestos and, and, and so I don't business like, you know, it's not, it's not, di- listen, we're not here disrespecting well, any I'm not, fighters. Hey, bottom line well, is the, this. The bottom line is this. Deontay Wilder's got some different Deontay, puncher power. No, but he's got different puncher power against who? Who? I ain't, I ain't dissing Deontay Wilder. Who d- he didn't knock out Tyson Fury. He had him down twice, though. He had him down twice. So what? But Tyson Fury got up, and in no, most people's eyes, but let me tell you something. Tyson Fury's got some different let spiritual me powers. Tell you something. Listen to me. You don't think he's got some different powers? Listen he's got powers, me. man. Listen to me. Listen to me. AJ got dropped heavily by Vladimir Klitschko and got up and stopped Klitschko. Okay. So, so. Did, did. Wilder has not got up off the floor yet and stopped nobody. But he got badly wobbled in the first no, Lewis Ortiz fight. Wobble is, not, no, he got wobble wobble. is not the same as drop. Yeah, I know, but he got badly you wobbled. You understand? And let me tell you something. Um, Wilder couldn't test uh, 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 um, Vladimir Klitschko in his prime, or I don't even believe... Vladimir Klitschko was a master boxer. He is. Vladimir Klitschko was a master boxer. If that old man could do that, to Wilder for six, seven rounds, what do you think Vladimir Klitschko would have done to Wilder? What I'm saying is this. <laughs> right? There's, what I'm saying is this, Tony. You might have to give, not you, uh, but, but people yeah. have to give AJ respect. No, of course we have to give respect, but I'm, I'm giving respect not for the premise of anything that Wilder's done or hasn't done, yes. or anything Fury's done or hasn't done. My respect to Anthony Joshua is solely on the things that he has accomplished. Yes. Right? For the mere fact that you just walked into a boxing gym 
10 last years, week. 10 last, years. Last, that's last week, Ton. Yeah, you know, that's last week, bro. It was just the other day he was licking pads in, in, in a Hyde Park, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, look yeah. at that. That was 12 years ago, Ton. Right? Yeah. So therefore, I'm saying like, I got to give him the Jews for him going back and battling the mental demons because I know they must have been or to think that I'm going to go fight a guy that I got stopped by or the things that, oh, everyone's on my back, everyone's trying to hate. And I told people many times on many interviews, all those people who were slating AJ and all the rest, I said, watch after you win back your crown. Watch the same people run you down and beg friend. And that's exactly what's happened. I say, AJ, I salute you, bro. And that's that. I got nothing but love and respect for you for the simple fact that I see the love that you got for your, for your for your for your mom, for your dad, and for your sister. And I love that. You know, I'm, yes. you know, I'm a family guy. I love that. But not only that, but I, lo- I like the fact that Auntie Joshua has time for everybody. So who wins out of? No, let, don't, let's not get this on no softy softy business. No, no. who Please. wins out of AJ versus Fury? The AJ versus Fury, the better man. <laughs> Bro, you sound like a politician. Well, it's, it's, it's the vote. Yeah, Today's yeah, the voting yeah, yeah. day, isn't it? Listen, bun, bun. Listen, I told you already. Left wing or right wing, it's the same bird. Okay, right. Okay. I, you I, know I say vote. Who, I voted for myself. I look in the mirror. I vote for out me. of AJ and Wilder, the better man. That is it. Who do you think's winning? I know your guy. Ask your me guy big. Now, let's see. So I know exactly who wins at AJ versus Fury. That's a good fight. I believe. I'm going with AJ. Okay, and who wins out of, uh, what did I say, AJ Fury? Wilder, uh, AJ who, Wilder. AJ Wilder, who I'm going with Wilder, I'm going with AJ. Oh, you're going with Wilder, the truth no. just came out first? No, 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 the reason why, the reason why, the reason why I probably just said that is because that's all you people trying to make You me. people. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you, you people. That's all you, you people. Uh, do you watch The Irishman? Do you watch it? Oh, uh, you I people. Know, you know start, what you're saying. That was a you know what you were saying. You people. What do you no, mean by you people? No, I haven't watched The Irishman yet. But what I'm Go trying to watch say that movie, Big Boy This is what I'm trying to say that Sometimes you can hear something so many times that you just roll with it. That you just roll with it, yeah, and maybe that's why the Wilder name For come real. around. But I said it from if you remember Spence before the show started. Long time. You I said AJ will beat this brother. I believe AJ is a better boxer than Wilder. What it is is that what Wilder has managed to show us, which he didn't really at the time, even though he had all those knockouts, is how much of a devastating punch he is. Yep. But I just feel that. Do you know what? Listen, Anthony Yard is my witness. Me and him were sitting down in LA ringside where we were supposed to fight under first Fury and Wilder. Okay. And I was like, and this brother's rubbish. Wilder, <laughs> it's rubbish. And I'm like, trust me, Anthony will bear me witness here. And Anthony goes, Unks, I hear what you're saying here. <laughs> but this guy's knocked out everybody. <laughs> but, like, hey, what saying and then that. literally, as Anthony said that to me, BAM! Knife round, he dropped Fury. Then right. BAM again in the in the closing rounds, in it, in the 12th, yeah, round. Yeah, 12th round. So I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, um, he's a devastating puncher. Devastating. But what AJ showed on the weekend is that he has the ability to stick to a game plan. And who knows if Ortiz wasn't so old <laughs> maybe maybe well, he could have stuck to the game well, because remember he said he lost concentration for one second and, and that's that all enough. Wilder yeah, needs yeah exactly and I'm good that, and this one and I have to go with this as well because he has to see with Deontay Wilder with someone like Andy Joshua who has proven to me that he, you can actually can concentrate for 36 for, minutes oh uh-huh, come right? on you can concentrate for 36 minutes you must probably could have done that for 15 rounds you yeah. could have gone back to the old yeah, days yeah it looked like it you it know what I mean like it. Right, you, he could have gone back to those days right so 
but it takes one second. Yeah. So you got to be totally focused, and it just takes one second out of those thirty-six minutes for Deontay Wilder to throw that one-two because he doesn't throw just a straight right hand. He throws the one-two, and you know who's clocked onto that? Dylan White's clocked on that. If he throws that one-two on you and he touches you, he is like an evangelical preacher. Who's that? Um, Deontay Wilder is like an evangelical. When he touches man, he's like they get the Holy Ghost <laughs> in the name of Jesus. I think, I think again, got, we got to be very careful because you know fighters. I would, you know, if I had someone going in there with Wilder, I'd tell them, don't watch no Wilder tapes. Because... That would put fear in you. Put, it put fear because so many people... What did Antonio... And I'm not talking... I'm not blowing in a win here, Spence. I, Antonio Tava said a couple of weeks on our show, if he had listened to everything they said about Ray Jones, he could have never beat Ray Jones. And so, and so I ain't fooling for this... Oh, the greatest puncher in heavyweight history, the greatest puncher of all time. How you know, yeah, fuck, yeah, fool everybody. So how you well, know, I didn't mean, measure that yeah, one. Know, where, did, where did those statistics come I from? I know because no one, no one ain't fooled. Listen, <laughs> where did that, the where, greatest puncher in heavyweight history. Who makes up these statistics? I, I don't get it. You understand? We all, so hold on. Styles make fights in one sentence, and then I'm the greatest you know, puncher of all you know time. Why, you know why? You know why? You know why they put say he's the greatest puncher of all time in the heavyweight division? Because because of, of statistics. Could he have done that to Joe Fraser? No. Could he have done that to George Foreman? No so way. Who t- so who told you that he's the greatest puncher right. of all time? And I'm saying this. To me, if we're looking at heavyweights, Mike Tyson definitely up there as one of the greatest heavyweight punchers. No, no, I'm not going to lie. But uh, Roger Maver was said to be, man, that <laughs> motherfucking punch, man. Right. <laughs> but to me, the greatest heavyweight knockout man of all time is Joe Lewis. Okay. And that's that. Okay, okay. I, I don't. I don't want to go with Joe Lewis. With him, that man will lick you with that freezing punch and break out all your teeth. <laughs> now Joe Lewis you was a mean? serious guy, but in comparison, when Joe Lewis beat Max Smelling and hit him down to the body, Max Smelling screamed like a little girl. But in comparison to um, today's heavyweights, Joe Lewis was kind of small, right? Yeah, it was small. But listen, that don't stop that punch. How, 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 how much did Joe Lewis weigh? Um, he was like fourteen stone at max. He was wow. fourteen stone. Maximum is 14. I was surprised that Deontay Wilder so light because he looked so big to yeah, me when we was in he's LA. A throw, he's a throwback. Man. He looked so big to me, man. I, I, I was like, wow, this guy is actually massive. You understand? And he's long and lanky. And um, yeah, he's a great fighter. Listen, it's a fight we all want to see. But I like, the, the, all I'm saying is this right now, the heavyweight division is on fire. It is. It it's is. on fire. And the nicest thing is that all of these guys. Anti Joshua, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury are all at the end of the line and they're all going to be appearing on the fighters, right? Because you know what? Trust me. I'm so excited by the heavyweight division. It was so needed. Like um, Tony Bellew, who is the biggest Anthony Joshua fan, yes. um, stated that we needed him to win back the titles. I told you. I said it. We needed Anthony Joshua to win back the titles. And I was begging last week when I was saying, come on, AJ, come on, AJ, bring those titles back home. And I'm so, so proud of the man for doing exactly that. You listen to the fight is right. Congratulations, Anthony Joshua. You know, we've got to get some big boys on the show now, Ton, because yeah. it's the show's just being fire. And you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no, I need another Krispy Kreme. Yeah, yeah, bring over that Krispy Kreme, man. You know how it goes. Bring over the glazed look. You know, there's yeah, glazed. You should have got me. the mixed up one. I know, though, next man. time, next time. Don't worry, man. Krispy's got to send us some different. Some different. We want the mixed ones next time, yeah? Yes, but yes. these ones are fire still. Don't, don't muck around. Don't muck around. Remember, Homer Simpson just eat this in one and it's finished. <laughs> the American police officers, I remember they always do that about donuts. Yeah, yeah. They're not doing no work. But anyway. <laughs> 
Anyway, let's move on. But yeah, on. we have to move on. It's been a it's been a fa- fantastic week. And I was really, really impressed with Michael Hunter on the weekend. Oh my goodness. Right? It would it was they gave it a draw, but you know what? We all got eyes you can see. We know that weren't no joyful a hell of a fight against a seasoned professional fighter. And let's remember, Michael is so inexperienced. That was his 20th fight. Exactly. 20th fight, and um, it'd be great to talk to him. Okay, then. I've got a draw for the Black Book. Draw for the John Wick. John John Wick Book has returned. Okay, let's kill him on the line. We gotta big up this guy because I love this guy. You know what I mean, on. I used to watch his old man when his old man used to fight from back in the days. Old man was a very, very good fighter. Yes, you know what I mean? Very, very underrated, and he'd always come to fight. It was a guy, mm-hmm. and like, and now we gotta go to 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 the junior. So, are you Michael Junior, Michael Bitney Hunter? I don't know who who you are, but that's who we got in the line right Hold now. Who we got in the line? We got, <laughs> come on, man, we got Michael, the bounty hunter. That's right. Come on. That's you, right. <laughs> you, you see the round of applause, Mac. You know we ain't playing no games. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be playing no games with you, man. I, you know I mean, that was a very, very impressive performance. Excellent performance. Right? Against a former world um, heavyweight champion. And round one, as far as I'm concerned, you won that fight. <laughs> Michael came out like a bull in a China shop. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they said to him, like, maybe your visa's running out, so you've got to be out of here in the next half an hour. So he's like, <laughs> but you know what? On the real, Mike, the way... Listen, man, that was... The way you came out shocked him. And I think that set the tone for the fight. Um, was that always in the game plan to have a fast start? Um, no, you know what? I think it's just... Um Part of my inexperience or experience to just mm. start off fast, you know. Um, you know, I, I had planned to start off much slower. I knew I was going to be able to hit him uh, kind of fairly easy. Yes. But I was able to hit him, to, and, and he felt it. You know, it was so fast, and, you know, he felt it. Um, you know, he didn't take it as, as well as I thought he would. So I think I just got really excited at that point. And, um, and then at that point, though, I did make my decision that, I'm going to just keep the pace on him because, you know, he's, he's older. You know, I didn't think he was going to be able to withstand it yes. um, all the way through. So, Yes, and I, I mean, that. you know what? I mean, the first word that resonated with me was inexperience. And a lot of people don't understand. You know, you, you've only had 90. I think that was your 20th fight. And um, yeah. relatively inexperienced. And, you know, even if you look at your record, you ain't been given no easy touches. None. Right. <laughs> you ain't right. been done. Like, come on. I mean, how many fights was it before you? Let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 12, 13 fights. And, and you, you're with in there. Usyk. With Usyk. Right. And right. tell me a bit about that. Because, listen, I was I was watching. I was jumping up and down in the, in the, <laughs> behind the TV screen. Because, you know, Mike, when we came Vegas, you know, we was all in Devon's dad's gym. And uh, yeah. it was me, you, Anthony Yard. O'Hara Davis, Devon. That's right. That's Come right. On, bro. We was we was out there. So you people don't know. I knew you before the British public knew you. And uh, right. And, and to me, and Tundi was always saying, "Hey, Chad, there's this, there's this guy. He can fight. You know, he can I, rock. You know." Bro, I've been backing Michael Hunter from day one. So um, you know, tell us. As I say, in your thirteenth fight, you went in there with um, Alexander Usyk. Yeah, you know, I haven't, you know, had the most active, uh, you know, career. And, you know, when even when I fought Usyk, it had been a year prior that I didn't have any fights. And, yes. You know, um, you know, was struggling in the business and in the industry. Um, so. Yes, because I remember. Um, but, you know. Okay, so. Huh? So, sorry, carry on, carry on. 
Yeah, well, you know, I just, you know, I was looking for a fight and, um, you know, that that fight had, came up. So I really I asked for that fight when the time came. Um, you know, I'm not really, I'm not one of these guys that shy away, you know. Um, I really feel like I can compete at um, on any level. And, um, you know, I, I just, I, I just have full uh, belief in, in for what I got going on and what I'm doing and, um, and, and me in the game. So, uh, I, I had no fear on, on, on it, but, you know, obviously it didn't turn out the way I, w- I would like, but, you know, I'm here, you know what I'm saying? It was a good, I, I, I thought I pulled off a decent performance. Yes. I, I know there's a lot more, there's much, I can be much better and, um, you know, in the next up and coming fights. Um, like I said, I just think I just have to, you know, calm down and, um, you know, have some certain situations. I think I, I did a lot of growing from that, uh, from the Povetkin fight and even from the Usyk fight. So, um, I mean, I'm getting better every, every time. That's the, that's the thing about me. It's going to be very hard to gauge on what I got going on because I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to be, I'm very adaptable and I'm always, uh, increasing and getting better. So <clears throat> let me tell you this, you see in the Usyk fight, right? Mm-hmm. I rem- let me tell you this, Dave Coolwell, who's training Tony Bellew, right? <clears throat> Dave's my pal. Dave was saying, right, we're, we're studying his fight against Hunter. Watch him against, everyone's talking about, about, about Usyk. This guy, Michael Hunter, made him look ordinary. I knew about you because one guy about a few years, about five years ago now, Tony was telling me about you. So I was saying, okay, I'm going to look out for this guy because I said, I remember your dad. You know, I know my boxing history. So I'm like, I remember your dad. Your dad could, could have a rock. So I remember, I remember from then. So I'm watching then, and like they were studying that fight because you made the supposed Superman look very, very ordinary. So you was right. like his kryptonite, but it's like the kryptonite powers well didn't didn't work enough. But now you moved up to heavyweight. It's like that moving up in weight. That's the fight I want to see. Hold on, I want to see Usyk against Michael Hunter. That's Two. the fight. This, I, I, this is I, cool. I would love that fight. Come on, that's, well, this is oh no, wait, wait, wait. This is cool. The fight is right. So all you promoters out there, is dip that, in your pocket. Give my man yeah. Michael the the second <laughs> shot. You you not talking about Usyk is the 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 newcomer of the, the heavyweight division, the heir apparent. Well, listen, Michael Hunter's ready. He's available. Let's get it on. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'm I'm ready for that. Um, I definitely you know, am plotting and planning for that rematch at some point in my career. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I'm not trying to rush it. Like you said, I kind of yes, want the sir. fans to want the fight. Um, you know, like you said, obviously I still have a lot to grow. Uh, I didn't have the best team, um, you know, starting off. And now I think, um, you know, that's, that's changing for me right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly getting more experience in and outside of the industry as far as the business and in the ring, you know. So, um, you know, I'm able to focus on a little more than, you know, on my technique and, um, you know, being able to uh, actually hone in on what I'm, what I got going on, you know. Yes. Uh, before I was, you know, I had, a, I was having, a, I felt like I was having a little rough road and was more learning about the business and, you know, um, you know, how to present myself in, in, in that way. Yes. Sir. You, you know, you know, when you go in your fight and I watch you, it's like, you're fearless, you know, it's like you, you fight anybody. I don't, where, yeah. where, where does that come from? Does, well, is that, does, on his face yeah, yeah, exactly. Does that <laughs> come from your old man? Where does it come from? Or does it come from being in a gym well, stuff? I, you are just one fearless brother. I, I would have to say that, you know, um, coming from uh, my dad, you know, just that whole, you know, family tree thing, you know, he fought people on 
on a day's notice. Short notice. On hours notice, yeah. Yeah, you know, so, and he fought, you know, any time that he did win the title or he was challenged to, his, you know, he fought Muhammad Dwight Kwawi, who was, you know, in the Boxing Hall of Fame, and he beat him, you know. Jeez. Any time that he had these type of fights so, and he so won, to cut, you, he, he was he on fought, very he, short enough. He fought Ozzy Ocasio. People don't know how good this guy was, you know. Who's that? Ozzy Ocasio was former cruiserweight world champion. Okay. Right? And Ozzy could fight. Ozzie, I remember Ozzy came over, I think it was like 1990 or 1991, and he he, he beat up Jess Harden. Come on, School the knowledge. Hold right. on, wait, 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 wait. The knowledge. <laughs> right, but hey, that's no. right. Yeah. Michael, you see why that's why we call him the knowledge. Right. He that's knows right. everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but your, your, your dad could fight. People... People don't people don't um, um, give him the Jews because at the time you got thinking in the 90s everything was Mike Tyson based, right? But, right, right. but like when you look at it, just the skill sets because your dad was a veteran. You had to tuck up, cover up, not get hurt, rival shots, throw back in yeah. shots. Your dad had a very very good jab. You got a very similar jab to your dad. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He had you know he had a lot of different little tools. His um you know his his thing was. You know, most people can pull rabbits out of hats, but he pulls hats out of rabbits. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I love that one. Michael Hunter's dad pulls hats out of rabbits. Yeah, you you know know that. That one. I'm teething that one. I'm teething that one. I like that one. <laughs> that ain't your bar, no more. That's our bar. That's our bar now. Carry on, carry on, brother. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, he, he always, you know, um, he always, you know, uh, enjoyed the tricks in the trade of, of boxing. So uh, I just think that, and then being that fearless thing, just me growing up and I was a, you know, a daddy's boy all the way, me being in, uh, so dedicated and to being just like him, um, you know, just from an early age, I think that this was installed in me uh, early, you know, so, I was, I was willing to get in there. Just to mention that again, you know, you, you mentioned in key words, you mentioned that word dedication. Would you say, because, I remember in Vegas, because I only see the best in people, but I remember a few people saying that, um, you know, you wasn't that dedicated prior to the Usyk fight. But maybe now it is a good opportunity, uh, opportunity for you to maybe explain why, you know, you may not have been, I don't know, maybe you were, maybe it's just rumours, you know, people talk a lot of crap, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. when, when people are coming up. But I personally, you know, I said to Spencer... After the Usyk, I said, well, I mean, and you know, you decided to come into the heavyweight division. I said to Spence, nah, Michael weren't serious. He's trouble. Them days. But now, Michael's on it. You know? And, uh, yeah. And, and, and to me, it seems that, you, I mean, you've just said it. You know, you know, you never had the right team, the right people around you, and it seems that you got that now. So explain that, explain that to us, Mike. Well, you know, boxing, you know, is such a, a team sport when it comes to, you know, uh, in the business and, you know, trying to get to the, you know, heavyweight title and, and beyond. So, um, you know, I just think I had a, you know, I had a, a tough road when it comes to, you know, being in the industry. Mm. And um, I, I think I was maybe f even falling in um, in the places of my, my father's footsteps. You know, yes. he never really had, had great luck uh, with, when it comes to the boxing industry. And, um, yes. you know, I kind of played, uh, you know, another person who, who was like that was Floyd Mayweather. Early in his career, you know, nobody wanted to fight him. He was having a hard time fighting uh, on top rank shows. Oh, wow. um, you know, because they knew he was a thoroughbred fighter. You know what I'm saying? It was not, um, it was like a high-risk, high low-reward type of person okay. until he was able to get in the, you know, those titles. So I think that's kind of how I am. You know, none of the, all the boxers give me respect that knows 
you know, that were in the uh, amateurs and stuff like that that know me. I didn't fought pretty much and been in the ring and, and my name has been, you know, buzzing for a long time. So, um, you know, just having the right team and, um, you know, making the right moves, I think is, you know, the best, the worst thing to do to a fighter is, is keep them inactive, you know, is not let a fighter fight. So I think that was where the problem was yes. um, before, you know, it's, it's hard when you, you live in, you know, your outside life and, 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 you know, you're trying to make ends meet and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you know, it's all, especially even from, you know, back then, you know, 2000, a little bit before my years, you know, if you just made it to the Olympic team, you know, you were pretty much set for your life, yes. you know? Um, you know, so I just think it was just, uh, just, uh, the road that, that I had, I had to take, but you know, I never, ne I was never discouraged, you know, I just had to keep going and keep moving and, um, you know, I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm cracking the surface of, it's about time, but you know. We're definitely we're, we're definitely supporting you, Michael. One hundred percent. One thing I want to say: I know you have a younger brother. We was we was in the gym as well with your younger brother. Uh, is he still fighting? How's he doing? How's his career going? Yeah, yeah he's good. He's about what I think he's a what nine and oh right now. Yes. Hey, what, what, what weight is he? What weight is he? He's a, he's a, he fights at 140. He's, he's tall too. Yeah, he's foot. tall, man. I was just saying. That's why I said water weight because I remember little bro. He, you know, he's a tall dude. Yeah, he fights 140, 147. Um, but he's a he's one of those tall, linky, strong guys too. He's not real frail at that slim. Uh, he's more of a, actually I I would consider him a, a puncher boxer. Yes, you know, uh, you know he he's more of a puncher than he is a boxer. He just has those. He has a good eye and a good um, you know comes from you know uh, that same lineage. So uh, there's some things that he adapted as far as you know our my dad and me growing up and stuff like that. So he has a very good eye and um, he's a strong, he's a strong um, person at that weight class. So I, I know he's going to do good uh, and you'll be seeing his name. He's And he's just like me as far as being, getting in the ring with anybody fearless. Yeah, he's yeah, gonna I be remember. Making <laughs> in a fight. Trust me, I remember, I remember in Flair's gym, he was up for sparring anybody. He don't mind getting in. So um, I look yeah. forward to, you know, the progression of his career. You know, one fight I want, the British fans may not have known you before this fight, which I'm about to mention. <laughs> but when I saw that you were due to fight Martin Bacoli, I said, yeah. I said to myself, you guys don't know boxing. Because you, you don't bring Michael Hunter over to this, these shows. And tell me what you thought when they made that match, Michael. Well, to be honest... Uh, easy work. That's what you thought. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, when I looked at it, and he was a tougher opponent than I thought, you know, I... I took it uh, on short notice. You know, I didn't really have a whole time to get set up. And, um, you know, I didn't really have the funds or whatever. But I, I made it work. And, um, you know, I knew that they they were totally looking over me. Um, I hadn't seen them in the in the amateurs before. I, I, I knew that, you know, he was making a buzz in, in the U.K. But, um, you know, I, I just knew that. I, I kind of felt disrespected that that they were able to that they were pointing me out. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just I was like, what? Are you the That's what I say. You don't know. You don't really ain't done your homework. Cause yeah, Because exactly. uh, I say, you know, this guy's an Olympian. He was in London. Remember, you came over to London, twenty twelve. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I know you, and uh, again, I you know, I. I've always studied American fighters, the amateur scene in the boxing. Mm -hmm. I knew they made a mistake that one. And I think to this day, that might be Martin's only 
blemish on his that's the only blemish on his record and, and yeah. like he's a prospect now yes so yes. he's got right. after you because you've beaten him already also so you know it, go on sir and I think I would I would think I would even beat him even easier you know like yeah. I said de- <laughs> dealing with all the situations that I had to deal with you know these are the things that you don't really get to see yes. you know you know and these are in the dark you know you don't really get to see so uh, you know I, and, and hello So when they pay their phone bill. No, man. I don't know. It's just cough. <laughs> that might be his end. Yeah, it must be his end. Well, this is live TV. Don't worry. We're just falling <laughs> Give him right a back. back. It's as simple as that, brother. His battery might have gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only on The Fight Is Right. Yeah. Come on. Oh, maybe it's you ain't paying your phone bill. Don't, don't be silly, man. <laughs> Spencer, you're on top of bills Come like on. no one's business. Come on. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh. Yeah, bro. What happened? You, you pay your phone bill. What's going on, Mike? Man? I know you got, some, you got some big. I know you got some. You got some iron money going on right now, you know. So, so I don't know what you're doing. The phone's cutting off, China. <laughs> phone bill cutting off. What's that all about, man? I know any. And one thing nah. I give matchroom. Matchroom pay on time, you know. No, yeah, no, yeah. No for that. So, so what are you trying to say? What are you trying to, to say? Matchroom pay on time. Uh, we got any earn. But what, 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 what are you trying to say? I'm not saying the same. Listen, I'm saying. Frank has always paid us on time. He has to because he's got a star commodity. All right, all right, all right. Say that and say that. Just shiny black face. So listen, listen, listen. Me and Spencer always get into one, but you know, again, you know, you've had an impressive run. You know, first of all. You KO this twenty six and two prospect, you know, uh Ago Kales Days or whatever his name is. Then you, uh-huh. you then you TKO Martin Bacoli, then you go and TKO Ustinov with a barrage right. of punches. And yeah, yeah. I don't think you realise how I'm shouting at the television when I'm watching you, Michael. Like I'm <laughs> trust me, man, I want you to win, brother. I want you to get I everything, you know, because Again, I'm a positive person and I always hear how people Come talk on. negative about people. And um, when I was in Vegas, I just kept my mouth shut because I know what I know. And right. you can even ask Anthony Young. And it's so mad. Sorry, I don't want to make this interview about me. It's about you. But I remember Michael was the only person in Vegas, in Floyd's gym, that said to me, Anthony Yard is a good fighter. Anthony See? Yard is a good fighter. See? The only man. Yeah. But energy goes where it flows, bro. But now you're on the fight is right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. Press so the button. So trust me. So I don't I don't forget these things, Michael. And uh, we support you. When 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 Spencer told me that he, he you know he contacted Michael, I said, bruv, Michael is on the show 100 percent Because um me and Anthony was watching the fight on Saturday, and Anthony is so upset. He's like, they rubbed him, man. They rubbed him. No, no, they rubbed him, they rubbed him. But tell me about that fight. I wanna, you know, and listen, I don't wanna go, I wanna hear there's two things I wanna hear before closing out. Who you wanna fight up it's, in an upfront? <laughs> actually, three things. That's a so must. How the fight, how you felt in that fight? Who you would like to fight next, and AJ's performance? Um. Well, my my my. I think I I did pretty. I think I won the fight. I did enough to win the fight. Yes. I think I I, I would uh, change it and make it a lot smoother next. Uh, if I was to actually rematch him, yes. I think I, it would be an easier fight for me. Um, mm. I would be able to make uh, definitely the the adjustments. Uh, like I said, I, I grew overnight, um, you know, in that fight. So, um, 
I want to fight. I want to fight somewhere in the. I want to fight in the O2 arena. So, so anybody, you know, Dylan White, Chizora, come on, Chizora, Chizora, don't yeah. back, don't back down now, Derek. Michael Hunter <laughs> wants to fight you. This is called the fight is right. Derek Chizora you know. versus Michael Hunter. Let's make that fight happen. Come on, man. Everyone wants to fight Derek Chizora. <laughs> Josie Parker last week wants to fight. Everyone oh, yeah, wants to fight. Oh, yeah, for real. Derek's hot property, right? He's hot bro. property, man. He's yes, rejuvenating himself, yes, man. I'm, I'm, yes, he did. Like from Street Fighter. He's looking serious. <laughs> I'm happy for Derek as well. You know, Derek's. Derek's yeah, I like Derek. That, that guy don't give up, man. He don't give up. Anymore. No, he doesn't. Yeah, you know, no, he and, uh, you know, those are the type of fighters I like to fight. You know, yes. somebody's going to be exciting, yes. not going to lay down. Yes. And um, you know it's, it's gonna be you know it's gonna be a show. Yes, okay. Sir. Yes, sir. I'm and um, you know, so I, I think Anthony. I think Anthony. You know, Anthony impressed me by you know it's very hard to say to boxing, even though you know um, you know the easier it got, it was like I mean the easier the fight uh, during the rounds kept going, it was like the easier the fight got, but mm. it's still it still makes it difficult for somebody not to just jump on the man. Thank you and, very um, much. You know. Hold on there. Wait yeah. there. Wait there. Come on. Wait there. Come this on. is what I'm talking about. What are you talking about, that Tony? knows boxing. Careful, yeah? yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, 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 bro- I, I, I nearly really broke the glass yeah, table. Come, come, come now. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, this is what I'm trying to say, sorry, for the, the language again. Last time I see again. someone bang something like this was the judge when he's offering that life sentences. <laughs> calm down, Tony. <laughs> but, no, I'm saying that. Listen, you, you, because I talk a lot, man. I want you to explain. And, no, you don't. You don't talk enough. No, nah, I do too. I talk, I talk a lot. <laughs> but go on, Michael. Tell, tell the people why you believe it was an impressive performance. Uh, well, you know, he, he, he stuck to his game plan. You know, that's harder than, you know, if, if I wanted to be anybody, I would have wanted to be Anthony Joshua. Come that, on, uh, come know, on. That, that night, you know, exactly. other than myself, you know. So he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Um, which, you know, that's not really in his nature is to stay boxing. And, you know, obviously they, they train for that. And, um, and, it, and he did exactly what he did in, in training, obviously you could tell. And, um, you know, it, that's a victory in itself. You know what I'm saying? So, to, to, um, you know, stick with your same mentality that you've got in the ring, um, during training when you got in the ring, you know? Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. so I, I really commended him. And he sh- that show that showed me a lot about him uh, that night. And uh, we, we he actually came to the my, to the back of my locker room, and um, you know we we kind of um, before the fight, you know we didn't really we seen each other a few times and didn't really say too much. But uh, he 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 was you know generous enough and respectable enough and humble enough to come in the back and say what's up. And we kind of had like a, a a little moment there where it was just all respect. You know, I respected. Him for what he did, and he respected me. It was yeah. it was all love. So love let, that. Mike. Let me tell you this now. And I'm just being love real, that. Right? Hold on, wait, <laughs> bro. I love you. That. Ain't gonna find a more genuine person in boxing right now, especially in the heavyweight division, than Anthony Joshua. He's just a very, very genuine human being, and God bless him for everything that he's done. And this guy has single handedly rejuvenated boxing in the UK. To another premise, and that's, that's what the people fact. don't understand. And people don't get that. 
That one man has done that. Yes. So anyone who yeah. wants anyone who's sitting down trying to fight down, I've noticed like, and you being an American and saying what you're saying, that's why you have to prop you even more. Yes. Because he's getting a lot of hate from America Trust right me. now. Trust but I'm me. trying to tell people, Lennox Lewis used to get a lot of hate from America. Mm-hmm. It's only yeah. when he retired they started to respect him. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So, so but so I'm saying, listen, man, ending of the day, big up Anthony Joshua, because not only that, Andy Joshua has, has, has become this money-making machine, but what I noticed is that not only he makes money, he makes money, but then the undercard make money. I'm sure you were glad to go out to Saudi Arabia yeah. to go fight because I know you never get no cheap check, right? Dylan right, White got right. to fight on the card. I'm looking at all the other guys who got on that yes, card. They, they yes. all got looked after as well. Yes. They all got a different experience for fighting in a different atmosphere, in a different arena. Props to Andy um, Joshua. Props to the whole of their team. And I just long wish that they continue their success and make long continue. And you, my friend, continue doing what you are doing because Thank you, you are the bounty hunter. Come on. That's right. Don't stop. <laughs> Don't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Michael Hunter, Michael Bounty Hunter, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on this show. And uh, I know me personally, I know I can speak for Spencer as well. We wish you nothing but success, brother. So hey, thank you guys for having me on the show, man. Next time I, I come in England, I touch down, y'all will be the first place I stop at, man. I really do appreciate the uh, the love. Come on, come on, man, because you know, like with, on our show, you can talk the rules. When you're when you're on them other other shows, now you got to be all like speaky spoken. Now, Banda, we speak the, we speak the rules, bro. We speak the rules. Yeah, I like it. I like doing, it. Right, and I'm gonna I'm gonna end on this. May your father rest in power. Yes. That's All right. right. That's Peace right. Two thank fingers. you. We love you, bro. Peace you. Yes. Much love. Man. Thank you. Thank you, man. I have been reading boxing magazines since a little kid. You know, I was at school. There's no way like. like, So people don't know this. Like Spencer Fearon, <laughs> he is the man. I remember back in the day, bro. That you've always been, and that's what I was trying to say. It is. A, I don't want to get all philosophical and stuff, but you you really do report your soul. One hundred. And uh. You know, when I'm calling you the knowledge, or when we all know you as the master knowledge now, people don't understand Spencer. You was working for Boxing News years ago. But Ah, oh, you forget that. 1989, I went to Boxing, it was Boxing Monthly. Boxing Monthly. Boxing Monthly. They just started, new publication. And my school teacher, Miss Bell, I haven't eaten but I'm shouting you, and you got kind of. Big up, Miss Bell. Right, Miss Bell. Said, ah, oh, work experience. Ask um, Spence, we've got you to go to Boxing Monthly. Look at that. Right. And Boxing Monthly was 24 Notting Hill Gate. That's where, that's where their office was then. I don't mm. know where they are now. And he said, okay, we got to go there. And I went there for two weeks work experience as a 15-year-old. Come on. They liked me so much that they gave me a Saturday job. Look at that. Right. And it's just been on there for there. And there was a guy in there called Robin Jones. And Robin Jones, if you're ever watching this, man, bigger yourself up. But he had at the time the biggest boxing collection of film footage. So I would he would give me all of the fight tapes. So mm. you gotta imagine me as a 15-year-old, I was like a kid in a candy store. So I'd watch all the old classic fights going back from I don't know, the 1920s. It was so one of them sugar Leonard, because I got that. Yeah, you got yeah, you know, <laughs> stole that sugar Leonard videotape from me. This I had love that collection. In chronological order, every one of Sugar Leonard's fights belonged to me. Right? From from <laughs> From Louis the Bull Vega, who was his oh. first professional fight, all the way up to Hector Camacho. And that's what, you know what? That's why I learned how to protect your fighter. Because okay. I remember Angelo Dundee saying, my guy ain't getting 
Rush for no guy, <laughs> nobody. Simple as that. Nobody. You Simple as that. I remember that, and right. those words stuck stuck in my head. Yeah, and you've done a fantastic job with Andy. Young. Trust me. Yeah, right, you things. know he wasn't gonna rush right? him, and yeah. So um, big up Spencer for it yeah, anyway. Yeah, the man. knowledge. So the Ring magazine played a massive part in my life. Yes. So therefore, let me just big up the Ring magazine editor, Dougie Fisher. We gotta get him on the line and hear his views. No of, uh, way have you got the great Dougie Fisher. No, you call him about the great. That man's puppies to me. Come <laughs> no, <on>. bruv, <laughs> I, listen, Dougie's my man. Yeah, I know. Max Boxing. Max Boxing, him Doug and Steve Fisher, Kim. Douglas Fisher, <laughs> and Stevie Kim. Don't muck around. He understand. And Don't they were big. Around. They really introduced me and kept me up to date with American boxing. Oh, uh, you wanna know that when part, I first yeah. came into this. And I remember watching James Tony sparring. All the time, yeah. yeah. On, and on I tell Max you, it was, it was James Tony and uh what's his name? The Usher- Green. Green, yeah, the Green. Uh, Danny, you know, Green. Danny Green. Remember Danny that sparring? sparring. That's a big serious. boy sparring. That's Come serious. on, man. Matchboxing. <laughs> Matchboxing. Come on. All right, get Dougie on the phone. It's done. How you doing, Dougie? I'm doing good. Listen, but I, 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 was, on, I was telling someone in the gym the other day, when no trainer in the UK knew about boxing and Floyd and James Tony, I was watching Max Boxing with Dougie Fisher and Steve Kim. That's where I was getting all my knowledge from. So people don't know, you've been in this for a long time, Dougie. <laughs> and thank you very much for all thank those, you. Show, for, for all those you. shows that you used thank to come Thank you for on. watching back in the day. I'm come on, listen, you, that show was wicked. That, trust me. I and look at that. that now. Let's see how this thing works. Come on, man. Now Dougie's on, uh, uh, blessing us with his presence. Yeah, come on, man. I remember, listen, we're recording, right? Yeah, we're recording. Right, right, we're recording already. <laughs> right. So the first time I met Dougie was July 2004. In Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky, when Danny Williams was preparing to fight Mike Tyson. And then Dougie was a pretty much, he was an unknown journalist. Oh. But I met Dougie and, and his wife. Okay. They were out, they were at the same hotel as us. Oh, yes. And like, and we were reasonably sitting down speaking boxing. And maybe Dougie don't even remember me then, but he said, man, you know a lot about boxing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And, I see, and then I see that Dougie start bust. I say, Ross, this guy's like, nah, the man's the editor of the Ring Magazine. I say, nah, you're wow. taking liberties, brother. Wow, wow, the wow. editor of the, re- press the button, Tony. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, this is a sound effect. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, uh, let's go. Yeah, fire away yeah. the questions. Yeah, we got, we got fire away because I know like, Dougie's got some important meetings to go running to and we just want to keep it short. We had um, a heavyweight, heavyweight Anthony Joshua regain his title. Your thoughts on the Andy Ruiz performance, the condition that he came into and why do you think he came in in the way that he did come in? You know, for, for Andy Ruiz, it's a, he's a kid that I, I met when he was maybe 18 years old, um, and he was, he, was, he was still an amateur, yes. and he was training at uh, Freddie Roach's wildcard gym. Yes, I remember. And um, I watched him spar with some heavyweights there, uh, including a, a mixed martial artist. Um, I can't think of that guy's name. He was real popular, like a big, scary Russian Adonis. Um, and, and kind of a star in the MMA world. And, and this guy had aspirations to be a professional uh, boxer. And uh, Andy just lit this dude up, uh, <laughs> along with the other heavyweights that were – and he was real heavy. He was like 300 pounds, and he looked like wow. a giant baby. But he had those fast hands and combinations. And he was fearless, too. He was very comfortable in the ring. And uh, – Afterwards, Freddie Roach said, because at, the, at this time, Chris Ariola 
was a Mexican-American heavyweight prospect, yes. uh, slash contender, who was climbing the rankings. And uh, Freddie Roach told me, this guy, my guy, my Mexican heavyweight, will destroy Chris Ariolo after four or five professional fights. Wow. Jeez. And I thought it was hyperbole, but when I watched Andy Spar, I was like, okay, yeah, you know what? The kid does have that kind of talent. However, what I didn't know then but would find out soon is that Andy loves boxing. He doesn't love training. Oh. Uh, and there, there, you, you have people like that. You have really talented prize fighters, even talented amateurs yes. who are like this, where it's like, it, it's almost like it comes too easy for them. Yep. They're such naturals once they get in the ring in terms of their, their talent and their ability, but also just, you know, they, they don't get nervous. They don't have nerves. They don't, they're not, they have this confidence that, they're born with it, right? So they're born to fight. They're born to, to participate in a combat sport, but not all of them have the discipline. Mm. And, and that was always the book on Andy. And I really feel like, and I, and I, I, had, a, I had a hunch this was the case right after um, his upset of Anthony Joshua, but I wasn't sure because I could also see that Andy Ruiz is always going to give Anthony Joshua trouble, in part because of his style, in part because of his stature, in part because of his uh, athleticism, uh, but also um, just because of his mentality. He's so loosey-goosey and happy-go-lucky, it kind of unnerves um, certain you know, serious competitors like, like Joshua. Mm. But what I was thinking right after he, he sprung the upset in New York City, and I was there on June 1st, and it was an amazing environment uh, and atmosphere, but I was thinking, you know, maybe Andy caught lightning in the in a bottle with the circumstances to the Joshua fight, meaning uh, he was just getting back into the group of things after a long layoff. He had just had uh, uh, he had just fought and uh, this opportunity fell into his lap. Uh, 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 Jerome Miller um, had, you know, had, had to pull out of the fight because of the failed drug test. Yes. And. Other fighters, other contenders were were um, not taking Eddie Hearn's offer to come in as a late substitute. And Andy made himself available to his credit, said, hey, I'll do it. I'll take that assignment. And he didn't have time to really think about it. He didn't have time to get out of shape. And, like, he was maybe out of the gym for a week and a half and then was right back in the gym. And, and, um, and he... He, he, he did what he did. He caught Anthony Joshua by surprise. But after winning that fight, yeah. he became a celebrity, an instant celebrity. I wish we spoke to you before. He couldn't yeah. handle it. I wish we spoke to you before the fight, Dougie. <laughs> I would have won a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did no, but you know what, though? I didn't, you know, going into the first fight, knowing what I knew, I knew Andy was dangerous, and I was on record saying that Andy was more dangerous than Jarrell Miller. However, I didn't pick Andy Ruiz to win the fight, though. Okay. I just, you know, I, I still thought I, I thought AJ would box in June, on June 1st the way he boxed th this past Saturday in mm. Saudi Arabia, although I did think he would be a little bit more um, aggressive, especially over the second half of the fight going into their first bout. Um, now, regarding the rematch, I think Joshua fought the perfect fight. Now, it wasn't an entertaining fight in terms of blood and guts, uh, it wasn't very dramatic. In fact, it was really 
sort of uneventful, but I, I it was felt technically like sound though. That, it was a technically sound yeah, performance. Oh yeah. So yeah, I was impressed with Joshua's jab. I thought that it was it was well timed. It was accurate. There was a lot of power behind it. It got uh, Andy's attention and his respect, which is not easy to do in there. And yeah, I, I think Josh was being criticized for not trying to do more. But here and there, Joshua would land a hard left right. hook or yes. especially some big right hands. Yes. So he was he was checking he was checking Ruiz's chin, and the chin passed the test. The, the, the no, chin no was doubt, too good. No doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. And the thing is, is if if you're in with somebody who you know can hurt you, who you know um, maybe you can't take their best shot, and they've proven to be able to take your best shot, hmm. you have to box in a in a in a uh, a defensively responsible manner, and that's that what AJ did. And he Come needed on. to do that. He Hold had on, to wait get wait, past. Wait, 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 Dougie, wait. <laughs> Come on, okay. right? Because what I've noticed is this, Doug. You know why I like you? Because like it keeps you, it real. You, yeah, you keep what well, you keep it one hundred, and like so I can see why certain times you get a little backlash because. You get how it goes is, is like certain people like in America they're very very patriotic. I'm not knocking on for their patriotism, but they get very patriotic and they're looking at this. Ah, uh, Deontay Wilder. I see Robert Buck Garcia came out with some very very derogatory comments about Andy Joshua saying like he fought scared uh, and uh, he didn't commit to no shots and everything else. And if he was to fight Deontay Wilder, he'll get knocked out. I'm, I respect Robert Garcia as a fighter. Was you know what I mean? He was a very very good. Yeah. Player. Um, was he? Um, was he w? He was WBA super super weight champion, right? So I respect him as, as a fighter. So I'm not knocking him for that, right? But what I'm this is what I'm trying to say is this: there's a lot of AJ bashing going on right now. Yeah, right? there is. What? I, I don't yeah. know why. Right, right. And, I, and I don't know. I don't know why. Because that was a that was a beautiful performance. That was a beautiful performance. Imagine, like, if I was in a car crash, and then the, the following week, and I'm, I'm, you know, what I mean, and you know, like when Tundi earned a lot of money training <laughs> and the yard. No, I'll tell you that and so Tundi, <laughs> Tundi bought me a, a Maserati Jeep so if I was to crash my Maserati no seriously no lies no lies if I was to crash my Maserati Jeep and the following month Tundi bought me a brand new one I'd be hesitant and resistant in driving that car at the rate yeah, that yeah. I'm driving it so this is exactly right. So, so right so you're going to be more cautious so that is a yes, common yeah. You would sense. drive. yeah you would definitely drive the speed limit and you would uh, obey exactly. all the traffic laws Oh, right? thank yeah. you very much. That's that's a good analogy. That's because a good analogy. Here's, here's another thing. And well, sorry, thank you for the cartoon. He's <laughs> lying, Dougie. Don't worry about that. This is another factor in this fight is that Anthony Joshua was, was, was sharing the ring with somebody that you could tell unnerved him to a, a degree. Yes. So he was dealing, uh, first of all, he was dealing with the demons from the first fight. What happened 100%. in the first fight? Yes. And that was devastating, and it was humiliating, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then he's sharing the ring with this guy again, and he's having—he's having to master himself yes. as well as Andy Ruiz. Come on, and, now. Um, come on. And, and, he, and he kept it, he <laughs> kept it together because you could tell—you know—you could tell at times he would get—he would get tight. At times he would yes. get hit with the uh, uh, illegal punches. You know, got hit in the kidneys. Got hit in the back of the head whenever there was a clinch. Yes, and that can cause you to seize up. And and but he he handled it. And and and, and just to, that's those character. Yeah, just to just to just buttress what you're saying. My, we just had Michael Hunter on the phone, and he echoes your exact words. You know, we saw AJ do something that practically we've never seen him done, and that's just keep it together for twelve rounds of boxing. And I, and I I don't think people realize how difficult that is to do. 
you know uh, I'm, yeah I'm even 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 great fighters great you know fighters. even you know if you look at um you know vladimir klitschko and there's people who are trying to disrespect joshua saying well you've, you've become vladimir klitschko right you know mm. um but vladimir klitschko suffered some knockouts yes uh, when okay. he was you know a young a young title holder and, and, and okay. not too after yeah, he was knocked out by the South African uh, Corey Sanders. Corey Sanders yes. And then maybe two fights later, yes, he was he was brutally stopped by Lehman Brewster. That's correct. And it took it took some fights, more than a few fights. I remember, uh, was it? It was, William, it was Williamson to, that wobbled him up real bad. Right? Yeah, right. I was there. And Samuel Peters. Yeah. I remember Samuel Peters giving to right. Williamson. That's right. He went down in that fight, and he was also cut. And I think Manny Stewart might have, you know, said, okay. This cut was worse than it actually was. Mm. They saved his fighter. You know, they went to the scorecards. You know, he, he, they said uh, uh, Vladimir couldn't continue, and they went to the scorecards. And Vladimir won a split technical decision yes. that night in Las Vegas. But he needed to go through that. And then if you recall, the first time he fought Samuel Peter, he got dropped three times. <laughs> yes. Now he, now he, right. he outboxed Daniel Peter, but he got up three times. Yes, yes. He needed to go through that. He needed to go through that experience to kind of regain his confidence. And that was sort of the same thing that Joshua was having to do immediately after suffering the, de- the devastating knockout. It was an immediate rematch. And all of this is part of that, that maturation process of a champion. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are people saying, well, he's going to think it out from here on out. Or you know he, he'll 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 definitely lose to Deontay Wilder, and I would say styles make fights, yes, and I would sir. say that fights make make fighters. Fights and experiences create champions, and yes, I think sir. those twelve rounds, I think it's going to serve him well. And I would not expect Joshua to fight uh, Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury, or if he ever if he ever has a rematch with Dillian White, I don't expect him to fight them the same way. He fought Andy Ruiz the second time because they're they're different styles and different statures. One hundred percent. That's all I think. Who, that. who would you have? Because right now the Ring Magazine belt, heavyweight belt, it's vacant, right? Yes, it is. Right, it's vacant. So who would you, who would you have at the top of the tree right now in the heavyweight division? And if you were to rank the top five heavyweights in the world, in what order would they go? In your your expert opinion. Well, according to the Ring Magazine, our number one is Tyson Fury, followed by Deontay Wilder, and coming off that victory with Andy Ruiz, who was number three. I think AJ takes that spot, number three. Um, I think that top three, depending on what you like, you can order them any way. If if you Uh have Deontay Wilder, as a lot of American fans and journalists have, I can't argue with that. He's unbeaten. And he, he's knocking everybody out. Yeah, you know, but even though can he's I say not that, the best boxer out there. Can I say there. that? Yeah. Would you say that Wilder's faced better opposition than Anthony Joshua? No, actually, no. Uh, Listen, if you, if you go by opposition, this, this is what I'm talking about, Ben. This is what I'm talking if, about, if, Doug. Yeah. This, this if you go by opposition, it's, yes. it's, it's, it's Anthony Joshua. Okay. I mean, he has more legit contenders on his resume than anyone. Now, if you're somebody who says, well, well we have to detract from that that resume because he lost it to Andrew Ruiz. I understand that. And, you know, if you're somebody who says, well, I go by the, the fighter who I think is, you know, stylistically the most difficult, the best ring general, I can understand you having Tyson Fury as number one. You know, the bottom line is with those top three, they really need to fight each other for us to find out 
That's who's true. truly the best. And it may not it may not be solved with one fight. It may have to be a round robin. Yes. Which would be wonderful for boxing, to be quite honest. Yes. Right. And to finish yeah. up now, Dougie, because you I know you're busy and I don't wanna I don't wanna run out and you know I mean and, and you can't beat them WhatsApp calls, they're brilliant, mate. Right? But, <laughs> but, but I want to You guys like please have me on again. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. But no no no. I wanna know this, like we got 2020 coming up right now. What are the fights that you are most looking forward to? What are the ones that make you salivate? You know what I mean? And you got to come over to the UK and eat some Krispy Kreme donuts with us. But what are the fights <laughs> that what are the fights that you are looking forward to, bro? Wow, you know that you know I haven't even gosh, it's been such a, a packed 2019, mm. and we've had some 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 terrific fights. Uh, and I like to say, you know, great fights set up even greater fights. So some of the fights that I've enjoyed this year was, you know, Josh Taylor, Regis Progray. So whatever they do next, whatever the next step is for, for them, you know, the winner was, was, was Josh Taylor and he won the ring magazine, junior welterweight title with that, that title unification win. Um, also won the Muhammad Ali trophy with the world boxing super series. I'd love to see Josh Taylor take on Jose Ramirez for all the marbles. For undisputed championship mm. at 140 pounds at junior welterweight or as the Brits say light welterweight um, and I, I think that's we, we actually say super fight. lightweight I don't know now but don't worry about that one yeah what do they call it yeah, we call it super lightweight now it's all changed super now. lightweight it's right. getting confusing yeah, don't worry right. about it you know I mean? yeah, yeah. the 10 stone division but, title. Uh, don't worry about it and, and you know I, I, I can see the winner of that fight stepping up to 147 pounds and, and challenging Terrence Crawford, because Crawford obviously needs a, a, a viable and worthy dance partner, and he doesn't have it right now on his side of the street with top rank and ESPN, the, you know, the, his network affiliation here in the United States. So, it, you know, if, 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 the, if the best 140-pounder could step up and challenge the best 100, you know, in my opinion, I think Crawford's the best welterweight. Okay. okay. The best 140-pounder versus the best 147-pounder. Yes, that's a terrific fight. That's a fight I, I, I would love Taylor. to see. So we're making it here on the fight is yep. right. Josh Taylor versus Terence Crawford. That's the fight we want to see. Yep. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh yeah, my listen, goodness! Dougie, what a fight. You put it out to the atmosphere now. So if it happens, it happens. But we want to put it down to you. If it happens, Dougie, we're all getting our ten percent. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, and listen, if that fight happened in the UK, I would travel for that one. Oh, one hundred percent. Fantastic. One hundred percent. Dougie, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure having you up. You listen, you, we can't get a bigger US correspondent than Dougie Fisher. Yeah, Doug, Dougie, the man. Yeah, exactly. Dougie is like oxygen because he's everywhere, right? <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> so you just keep on doing it. It's been a, it's, seriously, it's been an absolute pleasure. You're my guy, Dougie. Take care and God bless. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for blessing. The fight is right. Thank you, guys. Please have me on again soon. Hundred percent, Dougie. Don't every, be surprised if we don't be surprised if we call you every week. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Uh, That's all, good. Right. all right. All right. Definitely. Definitely. Take care. Thank you again, brother. All right, thanks, guys. brother. You know what? Our last guy. We gotta get. We gotta talk to Fraser Clark. I love Fraser Clark. Mister Fraser. My mom. <laughs> I remember Mr. Freezer. That ugly my love. <laughs> <laughs> that ugly my love. Mr. Freezer. 
but this nah, this, nah. this Fraser ain't ugly. Nah, you know nah, I mean? nah, nah. Big up Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> but now nah, we got we have to reason with the guy because you know what he knows what really was going on in camp, you know, because he was aging yeah, because he's Sheffield, didn't he? Sheffield, yeah. he's down in the Sheffield camp, so he's gonna know everything. So we have got to hear the gossips for him and his thoughts on how Andy Joshua done on the and his own career. Listen to me, he's, he's what's it? He's got the qualifiers coming up soon as well. So fingers crossed for him. I mean, he's a. Hey, I just got a text from my dad. Yeah, and my dad's in Nigeria. Okay, and, and he said, "Wow, Boris Johnson and the Conservatives have won the election with a big majority." <laughs> Boris, that's a news flash. What? Listen, <laughs> Boris, Boris. Good luck to them, man. Oh, no, but I thought, I thought Labour was going to win nah, this nah, thing. No, Labour, they were tra- dragging behind, man. Listen, they'll never get Jeremy Corbyn in power. So now, so now that means all the Brexit thing is going to happen now, right? The Brexit. The listen, Brexit. Bre- Brexit don't mean nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was we, um, um, we, we a bit, so we a bit, yeah. some cereal or something. <laughs> yeah, but exactly, man, tell me about credit crunch. I just, throw, I just throw milk on that, don't worry about that. So milk and sugar. Straight. So, okay. So I don't know how true this is. My father, who's currently in Nigeria, just said, wow, son, Boris Johnson and the Conservatives have won. You know, Nigerians are into politics. They're into it hard. Hard. That's what they talk about. Politics uh, and football. I know. And why, I know back in the day, your dad used to watch the TV and stand in front of the TV like this. The you know, you, you, you know you, you're watching Top Cat in the, in the house and watching Top Cat, your dad would just come in the house and turn it over. I want to watch the news. You have to shut your mouth. News The news is, is played, powerful. It's on, is all that's on. In a, in a Nigerian household. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, let's get Fraser Clark on the phones, Smenny. Okay, sir. Now, I don't know how many times this guy's been a national champion, but it's been a lot. I don't know how many times this guy's won up gold medals, but it's been a lot. <laughs> Bro, bearing him. Yeah, he's got, he's got bare gold medals. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how many times this guy, seriously, is, it seems like oh, this no, guy's oh, no, wait, 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 oh, wait. Ever. No, I see this guy as some, some big-time security at, at the fights as well. Listen, yes, dragging up, dragging up <laughs> the little up, drunken man. <laughs> big up. The one, the only, Fraser Clark. You know the set. Come on, man. What's up, man? What's up, man? <laughs> What's going on, Fraz? What's going on, man? No, I'm, just, I'm just kicking back, mate. Just got to, um, just come back from um, camp, obviously in Sheffield today. So um, one I more bet, day. I bet training. your wife loves that. Now she's getting to see her husband. Yeah, she, she's here, she's here next to me. She, you know, she's she's happy that I'm back. She's big always, always big, back up, big up, me. Mrs. Clark from the fight is right. Yes, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, so, what's going on with you guys? You you you're doing a good job, I think. I tuned in the other week and uh, I'm enjoying what you're doing. Oh man, that means a lot coming from you, you, sir, because I know you love the game. You know what I mean? And that's all. All it is is this I'm just grateful that I can speak the game with a guy who's my guy, who's been my guy for a long time. And it's just, it's just fun and jokes and banter and we can just speak about the game. But down to you, sir. Olympic qualifiers coming up in March at the Copper Box. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is? It's like, uh, I think, you know, you have, you have, you have all this build-up, um, you know, we're, we're a bit of a forgotten commodity sometimes, you know, the amateurs and stuff, but because we don't, get, we don't get to perform every, you know, on the big stage every three or four months, you know, and people don't get to see it, but obviously this is a big one. So, you know, the time is, the time is now. It's, it's upon us, um, you know, we've been doing the maths and stuff, and I think it was, it was 226 days until until the Olympic Games, first, first, the first day. So, you know, there's, there's not a lot of time, and the qualifiers are in, uh, in 12 weeks' time, so... It's here and it's now and it's happening and luckily enough, but you know we're very fortunate that the first European qualifier is at the Copper Box in London, so we're buzzing with that. Yep, and Tundi lives literally 
Not even a stone throw. Don't tell them where I live. I would say, what are you talking about? <laughs> we see you, we're, we're in Tony's penthouse every week filming the show. Don't tell them where I live. So Tony's, Tony's like a, literally a pebble, a pebble breeze away from. We'll yeah, be there, man. We'll, so be we'll, there. we'll be, we'll there, be there, there to support we'll our guy, there, man. 100%. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, Fraser, you know, listen, man. A lot of people don't know that. You know, you've been, you've been in this game, in the amateur scene for a long time, stemming back to 2009. When he was when, yeah. when he was winning the British Youth Championship, listen, man. I remember them days. Friends used to have an afro. Hey, come on, hey, yeah, come on! <laughs> don't bring up the hair, man. You, you don't know what I do to me. Uh, me. Don't be silly. Listen, on. you rock, you rock it well, my friend. <laughs> you know like, what I mean? Um, Thompson back in the day. Remember <laughs> Daley Thompson had afro. <laughs> like, 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 like a brand skin film, it took me. No, no, no. You are the Samuel Jackson shaft. I don't want to end that. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, we'll All right. <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, you know, as I say, you know, your your amateur career stems uh, uh, over 10 years as a, as a winning the British Youth Championships in 1991. And um, I'm interested to hear, like, well, what, what's your aspirations moving forward? I mean, you basically done everything as an amateur, you know, competed in in every competition, if I'm not mistaken. You've been in the Olympics, right? No, no, he hasn't been in the Olympics. No, I've never been in the Olympics, and I think this is why, you know, I get asked the question all the time. Yes. Why, why why haven't you turned, you know, why Eastern Amateur? And and the truth behind it is, I, I enjoy what I'm doing. You know, there's, as great. much as you know, there's the there's always. Don't worry, don't get me wrong. I want to be professional world champion. Yes. You know, that, that's 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 one of the goals, 100. percent But I enjoy what I do, and I've seen other people go and compete at the Olympics. And for me, after speaking to people like Richie Woodall, he's one. He's like, uh, you know, he's one of our trainers, and yes. I speak to Richie quite a lot. And he said to me, even though he won the world title as a pro, he said the winning me. Olympic medal was a better feeling than anything. So wow. you know that's wow. just that's just something I inspired to do. He, so. he won a bronze medal in 1988, but he ran into a young man called Roy Jones Jr. That was a serious in the fact. junior middleweight in the junior middleweight division. Fight. So you know what I mean? Ex- exactly. <laughs> that was a serious fact. So you know, yeah. So you know, obviously that was the Olympic career. Is, anyway, yes. The Olympics is one is one of the things where you get a handful of guys that that, that, that can that can go there and, and compete and get a medal. Um, no, you know, no disrespect to the way that the pro box is now, but I'm, I'm, I say I'm only I'm only 28 years old, but I'm a bit old school in the fact that before oh, back in you know, and you're only 28. I'm, 20, I'm 28, so back boy, in, I thought yeah, you was about 38. You just come because <laughs> you've been around for so long. No disrespect. You must be you must be fighting when you're about seven. Must say that you look bored. So no, you thought you were yeah, 38. No, because <laughs> no, you've been around for a hot minute. That's what I'm talking no, that, about. But that's so. it, that's what point I'm yeah, making. I yeah, mean, Fraser's been around for. You know, I say that that competition, that youth competition, was in 2009. So exactly. we're, we're almost that's, in 2020. So if you, exactly. you take that into consideration and your age now, that's talking about you was 18 years old. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, exactly, man. I've got I've got good experience, and I know fantastic. people say that you know it's, it's a different it's a different game in the pro world. Which lie, I fully, I fully, it, it's a you lie. Know, it's the same I, game. It's the same. I game. know boxing, man. I know boxing. One hundred percent. 100%. So, aspirations is this for the Olympic qualifiers. Please, God, you're getting through. So, yes. yeah, you're, no, getting, I'm gonna, you're getting through. I'm going to qualify. I'm going to qualify, you know, in front, of, in front of my friends and my family. I'm very lucky to do that um, in London. And then, you know, we'll, we'll have a couple of weeks. 
well, not, not even rest, we'll still be on it, but we're going to rest the mind for a couple of weeks. And then after that, we're going to, you know, full charge into the summer and uh, the Olympic Games. You know, me and the rest of the squad were all excited. And, you know, we, we want to go and make history because I, I believe now that we've had good good squads in the, in the past and I don't want to put no pressure on my teammates, but I really do truly believe now that we have the, the cream of the crop. And, you know, we, I think, you know, it's no longer about Cubans, Russians, uh, Uzbeks, Kazakhs, you know, they've got to make, mention Great Britain when they talk about, you know, the strong teams that are going to go out there and come back with a bag of medals. Brother, Excellent. 100%. That, that theory has been killed dead since 2012. Yes. So, um, our, our country has been, been the flag bearers ever since then. So, we've had seven years going into eight years of being at the cream at of the, the crop. Top, yeah. Trust me. And, and, a, and a lot of that, I've got to turn around and say a lot of that, Robert McCracken and the rest of the team, Richard Woodall, all the guys down at GB Squad, they have to take a lot of credit from him. Not only that, but the national lottery and the money and the vision that was yes. seen to say that you're going to give towards our, our Olympic athletes and our, our amateurs, not only in professional boxing, but across the board, that played a major part in it. You know, So people weren't having to because they're getting Olympic fund, they weren't having to say, well, I've got to go and work and then I've got to go and work again. I don't have to, right, they could concentrate yes. solely. They had their uh, plan. Fraser, um, correct me if I'm mistaken, wasn't that the upper hand a lot of these other countries had over the GB before? Because they were being backed by the government and right. and the GB guys wasn't. Is that the case? Um, I think, I, I'd say that in some cases, but like, I know Russia, they, you know, they put a lot of money into the boxes. Yes. It's a big thing over there. But then obviously you have you have the Cubans, I mean, I, you can't really say that it's to do with money because them guys train in, in, in barns and, and, you know, they haven't got the best conditions. And I think it's just obviously a culture and a lifestyle which, which makes them very, very blessed, very, um, they work extremely hard. And But now, like, obviously, you look at your country, your Kazakhstan's, your Uzbekistan's, these countries are, you know, they're very rich countries and mm. they really, the sport is, sport's so big in the world now and I think that these countries have, realise that over the last few years and you know they're willing to push the country forward promote the country by their sporting heritage so yes. you know they, they really get the backing of, of their government and whatnot. fantastic yeah that's wicked anyway on the weekend we saw Anthony Joshua AJ the man two times two times two time. <laughs> <You know what laughs> everyone say two times yeah, everyone say everyone we've got a hashtag that yeah me you know. <laughs> everyone said my missus come and said two times that's the watch you got next month right no I'll kill her but no I'm just no no no, 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 no seriously no violence please no violence <laughs> but no seriously um, what do you think of the performance? I know that you're training, you training. You guys are training down at the same GB squad, uh, like he's down in Sheffield. Um, I don't know if he used you for sparring because maybe he needed a different style. Um, but what did you see in the difference of his preparation for this fight, considering to the last fight? I mean, he he, he always trains hard. Yeah, he's a he's a solid, solid professional. I mean, you get a lot of pro boxers that you know they're called professional boxers, but really not acting that professional wait there wait there tell me about it tell me about it God, anyway carry on Kurt, cause that and this, this you... man this man epitomizes the word professional so wow um I, I think this time what from what I've seen and obviously I wasn't want, I want saying I'm not outside looking I just wasn't doing the sparring and, but you know of course I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan and I'm, I'm a friend I, I, was, I was stuck around for a lot of sparring sessions and I've I seen you know a lot of I've seen him 
on the road early in the morning. I think he's sort of talking back to the old school. I mean, you see the shape of him and everyone thinks he's, everyone thinks he's a weightlifter. This guy is still running up hills, uh, doing press-ups, doing sit-ups, pull-ups. There's, there's nothing too fancy about what he does, to be honest. Um, but what he does, he does it well and he works hard with it. Yes. So um, I could see I see a different focus, a different mindset on him, um, especially in the way that he approached the sparring. Um, you know, he, I think he understood that something something in himself. Like I think you've got to be self-admitting to the fact that he's not. How many people has he knocked out? You know, and he was sort of not a rut, but he was in a sort of stage where you know maybe maybe that defeat spark something inside of him which was maybe starting to slip a little what did I you know, say Fraser Clark you are echoing everything I said before everything I'm glad I'm, we're hearing it from and as we're speaking to you you've got a hammer because you've hit that nail straight on the head straight <laughs> on the head and you know I want the, the listening fans to li- when this episode comes out I'm gonna Put a big thing and listen to Fraser Clark because this man is inside the camp. He knows AJ better than most of us, and um, I'm loving the story. Carry on, brother. Sorry. Yeah, so so I, I just see you know there's there's a few slight changes in camp, and uh, I, I love the way that he you know he stayed with. There was a lot of a lot of nonsense people talking about about uh, you know getting rid of his trainer and getting rubbish. rid of Robin. Listen, it's a lot of rubbish. He, I'm telling you now, he's He's with one of the, the best men I've ever met in the sport, and Come on, you know, and all he all he all he, all he does is guide him in the right way. And, Listen, so. Fraser, what people don't realize is that loyalty <laughs> makes you royalty. <laughs> oh, I on. want you to realize that. Come on, loyalty yeah, makes you royalty, and 100%. you can only be a king and have king counsel. And if you have just become a king, as AJ has, Robert McCracken is actually a kingmaker. I, I said that. on many times. Don't leave Robert McCracken, but make slight adjustments, like bringing other people in a box, and he did that. So, you know what I mean? Like I can say again, loyalty makes you royalty. Yes, sir. Yeah, 100%. Like, uh, he, he showed that. I, I, was never, I was never in doubt that he would do that because, it, you know, it's the mark of the man, the kind of person he is. Uh, I think, you know, if you look after this Ruiz fight, number two, I've seen Ruiz make a whole heap of... Uh, Excuses. Joshua had no. Joshua had no excuses. He put his hands up. He said that it wasn't. He wasn't. He was not good enough. And it is what it is. On, on, it wasn't good enough. And you know, the, the better man won on the day. You know, he said that, and then he went and did something about it. Do you know that's what I mean? That's correct. That's correct. And, that, and that's that's what he had, he had to do. So, like I say, he went back to basics. If you look at the performance, he knew he couldn't get involved. Anytime he did get involved, he sort of pulled himself back. Very disciplined performance from him. Um, his best attributes, you know, his long, long straight shots, the same way that he won the Olympics, it's the same way that's guiding him through all title fights. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. Um, I, I really, I, I see the fire back in him, you know, the fire was burning again and I think now he's going to be a hard man to stop because, you know, in his first 20 whatever fights it was, the ball was rolling, it was rolling downhill and then he had this little blip He's righted that wrong, and, and I think the ball's going to be rolling again now. I think he's going to be a man on a mission. Yeah. And um, we, we, you know, you, we all know what we want to see. Um, a lot of people are still saying he's not ready for the Fury. He's not, he's not ready for the Wilders. Time will tell. 
But I, I believe with the changes made in this camp, and he's going to make going forward, he's only going to build on what he's done this camp That's going 100%. forward. So the, the way that the man improves, if you look at his career so far, he's only been in the game, what, just over 10 years or just 10 years? Around the like corner. Just, yep. just started. Yep. Man's got so, an Olympic so, medal, two-time heavyweight champion. How exactly. can anybody doubt this man? He's rate no of, he, British and Commonwealth champion too. Remember that. Exactly. His rate of improvement and his, his, the way that he learns and takes the information and, and uses it, um, may, may, maybe that just stopped, not stopped, but maybe he was just so used to, to winning, That's he didn't I, feel like he had to learn again. Like he's openly said he's gone back to learning. He's enjoying being in the gym. He's enjoying learning off new people. He's still taking the stuff in off Rob. Yes. So he's just constantly, he's, got, he's gone back to school and you know, I think he's going to reap the rewards in the next two or three fights. Um, I think we'll see improvement again, and then hopefully, in the not too distant future, we get we get the two big ones that we really want to see. One hundred percent. And I got him beaten, Wilder. I'm just telling you that you heard it. For, I don't care what anyone tells me. Spencer disagrees with me. No, you don't. No, you don't. Don't try to involve me. That's what I do. See I these Nigerians? Try. They all sing together. They're trying to <laughs> they're trying to cause this Nigerian Jamaica riff. I'm telling you, he's gonna beat Wilder. I'm just telling you, I'm, not, I'm, I'm I've said it. I've openly said it. I put my, my, I told everyone AJ is gonna box his ears off for this fight. I predicted a fourth round knockout. You predicted, as points. you as you always okay. do. That's why we call you the knowledge. Thank you, you very did, much. You did say the point. AJ will win on points. But you I'm, know what? I was sending AJ loads, him and KD, right? Yes. I was sending them loads of loads of fights of. And they were all going points. Yes. I said, just go watch this. So watch how they're gauging range. Go watch how they're doing little bits. And the, the, other, the other fight that I really was trying to, a lot of people talk about Lennox Lewis versus David Tua. It wasn't. It was actually um, Chris Bird versus David Tua. Mm. I was sending him that fight. I said, just watch this fight. So I sent him loads of fights. I'm not sending it. I was down to me. I said, I'm just, I just, so you know me. I know you. I'm, I'm going to send you fights. You're a fighter. I love boxing. I'm going to send you fights. Say, oh, go study this. And you know what? It was very, very pleasing to see that and to see a big man move the way that he was. Yes. The, the whole ambience of it. Yeah, man. We're going to do a whole section on this as well. But oh, it was just absolutely fantastic. Fred, yeah, I mean, you're the man. The thing, impressed, well, I mean, the thing that impressed me the yeah. most was you can give a fighter a tactic, especially because I see a lot of people Wait go out there. Wait there, Fraser Clark. Come on. Wait finish there. the line yeah, now, because you know what we're going to say. Go finish it. When you're doing a door, make sure you let me in free, because you see how many <laughs> round of applause I'm giving you today. It's bare <laughs> weird you're getting today. It's sorted. It's sorted. It's sorted. That covered. So yeah, sorry. The, con the, the concentration, to be able to keep that up for the whole fight, you Come don't on. really see that too often. Uh, you know, you see, I see a lot of times when I watch the pro fights, you go back after round five, you go back. You go back to the corner, and you see that um, you know a the dip. trainer is, is having a. He's having, to, he's having to reinforce that and really shout his uh, his boxer. I, I, it was a calm corner. Obviously, he got reminded, but still being able to go out there round after round, take one round at a time, and carry out them tactics. That's a that's, that's a sign of a real a real masterclass. Exactly. Listen, let me tell you something. I keep telling people this. A recent study found that the average human attention span has fallen from 12 seconds in 2000 to around eight seconds today. Anthony Joshua concentrated for 36 minutes. So if the attention span is now dropped to eight, eight, seconds. eight seconds, that means that we are only three seconds ahead of goldfish. Come on, there you go. And that's why... 
give AJ the respect he deserves. One hundred percent. Yo, Frazier, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure having you on the fight is right because I know you want to cuddle up to your missus right now because she ain't seen you for a hot minute. Your beautiful wife. I saw the wedding pictures. They you know what I mean? Come on point. Always Come on point. Frazier looks sharp, you know? Yeah, yeah, Frazier's Seriously, sharp. Frazier's I said, sharp. look at this guy looking like sharp. Bro, and Frazier's always getting his face on the TV even when he's not fighting. I know. I know. Hey, this is a self-promotion business. Trust me, trust me. Big up, but Frazier... It's been an absolute pleasure and uh, great to hear someone's perspective who's so close to AJ, been you know in camp and uh, you know you can't really you can't really get closer than that. So to hear your perspective on, was great for us here on the the fight is right. Thank and you. Two thousand two thousand twenty more gold medals. Peace, two fingers. We're out. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Ladies you and gentlemen, care, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Fraser Clark. Uh, big up, lad. Big up. Yes, sir. Spenny, what a show. It's, it's been emotional. <laughs> Done it again. Krispy Kremes, black coffee. You know it. Unbranded been, water. It's been, <laughs> it's been emotional, son. It's been emotional. It's been emotional. And um, we hit a thousand subscribers. Mad, isn't it? I want to thank everybody who, who participated in that. Phone's going off. Um, thank you. You know, myself and Spencer, we just started this thing. My energy don't lie. And uh, that's the that's the feedback I'm getting from the people. That's lovely. The people are saying that you two guys, the energy, <laughs> it don't lie. And um, I just want to personally thank everybody, for myself, Tinder Jai, uh, for your continued avid support. Yeah, for real. And uh, I want to thank, I've had a fantastic week this week, you know. So What's that? I've had a fantastic week this week. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? From having... Get off my my, my, my my hospital bed. Yeah, amazing. And oh, let me just say, let me just give you this. The 2019 Legacy Lifetime Award winner. <laughs> I saw you chilling with the Queen of Congo. Am yes, I not yes, right. Yes, right. So you're now taking pictures with Queens, yeah, Spencer. Because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, <laughs> spirit. My, 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 I want people to know me and this boy, man, young man. Man, I'll block you. Because you're still people boy. You're still I'll block young. you. Oh, I'll yeah, block yeah. you. Sorry, sorry. We, we get blocked if we call us boys. <laughs> but me and this young man have, you know come up in a boxing. Spencer Fearon was the man who brought me into boxing for those of you who don't know. My first ever corner working as a trainer was Spencer Fearon's last fight. Yeah. And a, what a, what an introduction. <laughs> Championship fight. And what a journey. At the uh, Royal Ale uh, the Alexandra Palace. Yep. Um, and it was the European title fight of Dave Walker and Roman Karmazan. Yep. And it was a 10 round southern area fight that we were in. Yep. And I remember walking out, me, Spencer, the crew. I was so, bruv, I wouldn't even say I was nervous, Spencer. I was like, wow, my friend is bringing me into this sport at a championship level. And, uh, it was live on BBC. Live on BBC. And uh, nothing gives me more joy and pleasure to see you now getting the rewards and accolades uh, for the thing I know you're so passionate about and so listen, congratulations you to you much, Spencer Fearham the Lifetime Legacy Awards and big up Marlo 
Yeah, you a, know the set, bro. Thank you very much. Like I said, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to be recognized for the things that I've done within boxing, um, and that they they like people are rating me now. And I'm not now. We've always yeah, rated I know, you. I know. But I'm saying like they're speaking about the range. Loads of people like they 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 hold it they hold it back. Yes. So I'm really really grateful. But like I say, and all the work that I've done, all the the philanthropic work that I've done with MTK Global Foundation. So I got a big up all that team as well because they pump a lot of money to me that I can disperse to help underprivileged people. Say that again. Phil- philanthropic. Yeah. Philanthropic. <laughs> that means you give away money. Yeah. yeah you give, <laughs> give us some though. <laughs> <laughs> Trendy, you just waste a cocoa butter. And the thing is, you don't need to because you're sponsored by them now. That face is too shiny. But what <laughs> I'm saying is, look, I'm so grateful. So for everyone who supported, everyone who's pushing this, let me tell you this now. I want people to realize this, that the more gratitude that you express is the more abundance that you experience. Come experience abundance. I've got good people around me. Big up Gary. Big up Baba Tundi Ajayi. Big up every single person that listens to the show who likes, subscribes, comments, because you know what? 2020 means that we got 2020 vision. Hey, oh, hold on, hold on. You hear that bar, Gary? 2020 right. means you got 2020, 2020 vision. vision. And I'm going to tell people again, stop <laughs> asking blind people to proofread your vision. Hey, he's done it again. It's your vision. <laughs> hold on, wait, wait. Stop. What's well, Wait, wait, wait. Stop asking. giving or asking blind people, blind people to proofread your, your vision. vision. Because they can't even read the bro. Come so, on. right, go out there, grab this thing with two hands. This is Spencer the Knowledge Ferron with my brother, Baba Tundi Ajay, the master genius. And we're out. Join us next week for another fantastic show. Dream it, believe it, become it. Come on down. <laughs>